Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and on this podcast, we have honest, explicit, wholesome, loving conversations about sex, pleasure, intimacy, and joy. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com, where you will find our entire body of work we have been developing for you since 2006, when we met in the classrooms of sexological bodywork, Charlotte was an erotic masseuse, and I was a teacher of sexological bodywork and a practitioner, and we met and fell in love through the language of touch and the power of its like transformative capability like we just couldn't stop touching each other when we fell in love and 16 years later we are still loving up on one another and enjoying sharing with you all the skills and strategies and techniques of erotic embodiment touch presence breath relationality connection skills All of this we share with you week after week here on the podcast in this incredible conversation with you all, our global family, and in our online resources. The online courses cover everything from couples massage, you know, foot massage and back massage and butt massage, like those incredibly delicious, serene pleasures of everyday touch that you can incorporate like every time we touch one another. It's a micro massage, a stroke kind of given really deliberately and intentionally and all the way up to erotic spanking and kinky sex and how to negotiate a kink dynamic and talk about your most vulnerable fantasies and how to receive one another in those conversations, right? We talk about mindful sex and the experience of dropping deeply into your body and paying attention to sensation. Um, In our foreplay course, which is our most popular course, you know, there's stroke by stroke videos about giving exquisite erotic touch. And I say this all both because I want you all as podcast listeners to know that all of those resources are there waiting for you. And if you love this podcast and, you know, come back to us week after week for a little bit of erotic nourishment, there is like a feast of erotic education waiting for you at pleasuremechanics.com. It's our love child of the past 16 (laughs) years um, and you will find it all there for you. But also because today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about receiving. And this topic, receiving as a skill set, as something we practice, as something we can all grow and develop in, has become more and more obvious to us over the past 16 years. You know, we met, we were both erotic practitioners, and immediately we're having the conversation, you know, and Charlotte, you are giving erotic massage to people all day long. And no matter what you give to a body, the experience is a circuit. And that circuit relies on the receiving. And this is something we just don't talk about enough. We don't think about enough. And we don't practice, all of us, myself included, very much so, we do not practice opening up to receiving. Receiving touch, receiving pleasure, receiving generosity, gifts, compliments even. So how do we together practice opening up to receiving? 
more fully, more deeply, more graciously. Mm. And luckily, we have in-house the queen of receiving herself, Charlotte Mia Rose. (laughs) When I met you, one of the reasons I think we fell so deeply in together Mm. was you could receive so fully Like you could not only receive me, but you taught me how to receive you Mm. and how to be open to receiving your incredible, warm, compassionate, generous love Mm. that I now see you sharing with so many. Um, And for me, you really embody that circuit of being able to receive so deeply that you have more than enough to give. And this image of like the wellspring of love overflowing. I'm looking at you right now. See? (laughs) stop that embodying um so talk to us about how you feel this and Mm. how do we practice receiving Mm. thank you for all of that I love thinking about receiving as part of the lovemaking circuit, right? Like part of this skill set that we can cultivate and develop and create artistry around It is in the bedroom, but it's also it's in life in so many spaces. And so we can begin to bring our attention and our practice to these places outside of the bedroom as we warm up. Mm. For instance, with compliments, so many of us receive compliments out in the world and our initial reaction is to diminish, deny, deflect or ignore these compliments. And what is it like instead to take a pause in that moment You can notice what you would want to do, but begin to practice just the art of saying thank you. Like that is a complete answer when somebody gives you a compliment. And though uncomfortable feelings might arise, what is it like to just try instead to choose to receive that compliment Mm -hmm. as if it's true? Because likely they are telling the truth. (laughs) (laughs) And we like to think, oh, no, no, no. You know, and have all these different responses. But I feel like compliments are a great place for us to notice our natural reaction currently with receiving. So deflect, diminish, deny. I just want to slow down there yeah. for a minute because those are all almost like actions. And I think in this conversation, it's for me really useful to kind of give it the metaphor of gift giving. Yeah. Right. And a compliment is almost like a little small gift and someone's offering it to you earnestly And you're either like smacking it away or like a closed hand, like, oh, no, no, I couldn't possibly receive that Um, or receiving it and then throwing it away as if it was trash. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. how do we receive these gifts more fully Um, all the way up to the the biggest gift? You know, if we think about lovemaking, you're taking your time, your attention, your physical energy. Like sex is a gift we give one another. And if we're not receiving that gift, that circuit is not complete. And it's like that, you know, present that sits under the tree. And we're doing this episode, you know, this theme is in the air around this time of year, the holidays, because so many of us are obsessed in the giving that we forget to slow down and open up into the experience of receiving Mm -hmm. and how good it feels when someone receives your gift fully, right? To give a gift that someone wants and enjoys and you see them light up without receiving, that's a gift to you both, right? And so that's why we really like to name it the circuit because you're both in it and it can be communal, right? Like a, a party or a gathering, I think of as a, a gift to one another and how we show up for that gathering 
is the difference between like, you know, um, but so compliments are hard for a lot of us to receive praise, I think is like right in that category. If you are praised at work, do you receive that praise? Um, so deflect, deny, diminish. And thinking of those all as like somatic body based action verbs um, that are practices, right? Like if you're doing those things, that is what you're practicing. And so notice what you are most likely to do, what you are in the habit mm-hmm. of. And you can choose something else. And mm-hmm. as we practice this out of the bedroom, each and every time we're strengthening this muscle, we're building new pleasure pathways that this is completely relevant in the bedroom as well. Mm-hmm. And I love this this idea that receiving pleasure is a gift that you are being given. Mm. And so to take the time and give it the honor that it deserves, that it is someone sharing their time, energy, attention, care. I mean, what more beautiful gift is there mm-hmm. than that? And so let's be with it. Let's notice it. Let's respond to it mm-hmm. verbally and non-verbally with appreciation, with responses, with what is working, what is feeling good about it. Right. So when you said like receiving that compliment or receiving that gift, like that first layer of just acknowledgement, the thank you, Mm -hmm. right? Like we're starting with an acknowledgement and a little bit of gratitude. Um, And then how do we deepen our engagement in receiving, right? Because receiving isn't just like opening the box, seeing what's inside and setting it aside, right? Like we've all been to that birthday party where the receiving is very Mm -hmm. passive and it's just like, oh, another gift, and you set it aside, and there's no engagement. Mm. And sometimes that's, you know, when you give a hug, or you're trying to initiate sex, or even a conversation, and the other humans are not fully engaged, it can feel really lonely. You know, it can feel like you're trying to engage, and that circuit is not complete. And that can feel like rejection, it can feel like denial, but sometimes it's this just like subtle sense of being alone in a moment together. Mm. And so for me, part of receiving is like being more engaged with what is happening, what is being given to you at any given time, right? Whether it's your partner's attention and conversation or their hands on your body or a stroke feeling particularly good during sex, like how do we deepen and... For me, this verb open really, you know, receiving comes from an open hand, Mm. an open heart. Like there's a sense of openness to receive something from the outside, right? And in that receptivity, there's a vulnerability. And maybe this kind of points to why so many of us are tender around receiving or guarded. Um, You know, we all know those people like it's impossible to compliment, let alone love and deeply show up for it because there's just so many contractions and closures Mm. or sometimes i feel like i'm imagining teflon like sometimes it just like goes straight Mm. off like Mm -hmm. off somebody you know it's like we have to open to receive people that makes me want to cry yeah right that's so tender right so (laughs) and i've been there you know receiving for me like i say at the beginning of this podcast you know our arc of the past 16 years and sharing this work I was a master giver when we met Um, I was pulled into the role of teaching so quickly within this lineage because I loved giving 
touch and presence during bodywork sessions and then during workshops like I could expand that presence to 24 people and give them all my attention and my love and my care um, and that for me is a very natural skilled set of ways of being in the world but to receive to be open to receiving to be vulnerable to receive was as a trauma kid um, it was it was very fraught territory and for me it's felt like a thaw over many many years so when we invite you in this podcast to open to receive it's like at the pace and the timing and the rhythm that works for you in the ways you can safely mm -hmm. and like what in your environment in your context in your life can you open to receive more deeply that you already love and maybe that's you know engaging with your pets or with the textures of your home or with your family members or with friends or with your community like where can you deepen in receiving care love uh, sensory input stimulation uh, at, on your own terms because here at pleasure mechanics that's really you know the only thing that matters is what works for you pleasure is the measure like all of our practices are oriented around you finding your truth what touch does your body crave what kind of kink and thrill are you looking for um, we're all so different as bio organisms and as social creatures and as erotic beings that as a community we need to support one another in experiencing what feels right for us so receiving is not, you know, thighs wide open, genitals open to the world for all of us. Right. And it can eventually be or in certain contexts it yep. can be. But always solo is such an incredible place to allow ourselves to open a little more in mm. a way that feels safe and comfortable. Mm. Because that still can be edgy for so many of us. Mm. So let's name that as part of what is within the frame here. Let's take a moment and thank our sponsors, both of whom give us tools to help us receive mm. more deeply. As we have been sharing, the art of receiving is first and foremost an attitude. It's a mindset. It's a set of emotional practices that we all need to develop in one way or the other. And one of the ways that we receive is through our ears. The sense of hearing is one of the most intimate ways we receive from the outside world. And a lot of us can feel moved by music, right? And use music to change our mood and set the tone that we want to feel. Our friends at Dipsy Stories provide a treasure trove of audio erotica and sensual soundscapes so you can tune into the erotic mood that you want to explore. You can push yourself into kinky terrain and feel the thrills of things you've never done in real life but are interested about. Or tune into first-person erotica and practice receiving a sultry voice right in your ear telling you how much they want you. These seductive stories immerse you in audio landscapes that get your brain moving and get your body feeling and in those moments where you can experience how your body responds to these stories there is so much valuable information for you and for listeners of this show go to dipsystories.com slash pleasure 
dipsystories, D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash pleasure. There will be links in the show notes for a 30-day complete free trial of the entire Dipsy library. Have fun exploring and see if this is a tool to help you receive more pleasure more deeply. When you are ready to slip, stroke, slide, and glide hands or toys or even another body along yours, you will want to reach for a bottle of beautiful lube to help you receive that touch more deeply. Lube literally gives you the glide you need so you can go deeper into your lover's body. You don't get tangled up in that hairy surface. You can glide into the muscles. You can slip into your lover's body and you can receive your lover more fully with a tool like UberLube. UberLube is premium silicone lube. It has no extra ingredients or chemicals that will get in the way of your play. Go to uberlube.com and use the code PLEASURE for 10% off and free shipping. That's uberlube, U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E dot com. Use the code pleasure for 10% off and free shipping. You'll find these links in the show notes and along with all of the other generous offers from our sponsors at pleasuremechanics.com slash toolbox. That's pleasuremechanics.com slash toolbox so you can fill your pleasure toolbox with some of our faves. Cheers and thanks to our sponsors. Before the sponsor break, we were just talking about Chris's receiving journey and it had me reflect on my experience of giving thousands of erotic massages to folks on a massage table and noticing how differently people were able to receive an hour of full body touch and erotic touch and noticing their body's responses, the breath, the sensations, the sounds they were making. It was just a fascinating journey and observing a fairly similar input of touch. Of course, it's always a little different, but then the range of how people seemed like they were experiencing the touch. And these were already people who had opted into the experience who had paid to be there, right? which is what's fascinating. This isn't a random sample. <laughs> And yet we still have this range, right? Right. I mean, it's so specific to people's history, stories, what's going on in their minds, the amount of relaxation they're feeling in their body. It was just a fascinating experience to deeply understand that there is a literal skill set of receiving pleasure Mm -hmm. and being able to take in as much of the pleasure as possible in that moment to be able to soak it into your cells and your experience. And I think, of course, that informed then my personal experience outside of my work as an individual in receiving touch from you at at those moments I was soaking that in so deeply, being nourished so that I could go back and continue to give hours and hours and hours. But it's also just who you are in the world. And I want to draw this thread between our experience of receiving a lover's touch 
and receiving the world itself mm. as a lover. The world a is a lover. That's what I wanted to say. It's well, like, but that's how you walk around in the world. A lot of folks don't have that experience. Mm. And part of the reason we don't have that experience is because we are not open to it. And this idea of being open, right? And it's, it's a little bit going to the stop and smell the roses uh, kind of cliche folk wisdom of you can walk right by a pleasure and not receive it. You can be given a box laden with treasure and not open it. And if that circuit isn't complete, the experience is not as deeply felt or shared, right? There can be like gradients of this. And so you can sit around with your family. And this was always my holiday experience. Like we would all open our presents, but we wouldn't feel much together. Mm. We didn't do much engagement. It was kind of like go through the motions. And so for a lot of people sexually, like you can go through the motions and receive your lover's touch but not be feeling much, mm-hmm. not be engaged with it, not be an active agent, act, like an active receiver in it, right? Um, and when you were talking about erotic massage, right, like part of the act of receiving is knowing what you want and being able to express that and having authentic reactions to what you are given so you can calibrate, so you can teach the people who are trying to love you what you like to receive right it's not an art to receive that which you do not want right especially over and over again right Right. like buy me carnations once and you will learn that i do not like them if i get a 10th bouquet of carnations i am going to wonder if you are listening to what i am saying or have i said it out loud and so when it comes to erotic touch do we have the skill set and the vocabulary to ask for the kinds of touch and lovemaking we most want to receive. So it's worth receiving. Right, because it's in service of the person who is giving you the gift to redirect if something is not feeling as good as it could. Because their greatest desire is to give you pleasure. Mm -hmm. And so you are helping them out by redirecting and using your agency and voice and nonverbal cues to support them in giving you the most amount of pleasure that they can in that moment. And that's why it's a circuit that giving and receiving becomes like, it's like who is giving and receiving pleasure when someone's going down on the other partner, right? Like oral sex seems like a one way act, but really if it's pleasurable, it's a both and situation and who is giving, who is receiving who, right? Like, it becomes a flow, a circuit. Um, and if you can picture it that way, it can also shed light on where the blockages might be occurring. Um, have you asked for what you want and those asks have been ignored or have you never been able to articulate what you want? Um, have you dialed it in and like that kind of diminished response with erotic touch? I think like a lot of people receive touch that they're barely tolerating and don't express that they want it different and so their partner habituates to that and then the kind of baseline gets really low whereas if we can risk saying out loud like you know this isn't the gift I want to be receiving right now like I don't need another pair of socks but what would be really useful is a pen right if we can say that out loud we can get what we need and we don't feel overburdened by socks 
I, sorry, my metaphors are better sometimes than others, you know, just receive it. <laughs> Send me or feedback. Or redirect it. Yeah. But there um, always is a way to gently and kindly redirect. And yes, it's charged. Yes, it can be challenging, but it is a gift in and of itself to support the circuit being as fabulous as it can. So we always want to be permission givers for you to know that you can ask for something slightly different, kindly, respectfully, mm-hmm. thoughtfully. It's totally possible. It takes mm-hmm. practice. So there's like receiving what you do know you like more deeply. Yeah. Being open and curious to receiving new things, novel things, different kinds of outside stimulations and presences and presence and presence (laughs) um and see what moves in you like part of being open to receiving is being curious and that open mind open heart state again that word open um to seeing what it is like to receive something to eat something you have never eaten before to go to a kind of experience you've never done before right to live outside of your comfort zone is also that state of openness to receive and to be willing to then notice what you like and what you don't like, um, how you want to be touched and how you want to calibrate that touch to be more satisfying and pleasurable and delicious for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I just had a lover say to me the other day, like, you know, I don't actually really like that intensity of biting. And I was like, but I love biting you. And he was like, yeah, but it's getting too much for me. And I was like, but, but, you know, and I had a moment of like, I need to retrain myself towards this kind of touch that he's saying he does really like and away from this kind of impulse to do the thing that I like, to do what I want to receive. And we have a video that's probably 12, 13, 14 years old at this point. I'll try to find it and put it on the podcast page, but about breaking the golden rule. You know, as kids, we're all taught, like, do unto others as you would want to be done. When it comes to erotic touch, that can be a disaster because we all tend to do what we are craving. And instead, we need to get vulnerable and ask for what we want and be willing to listen and then give what our partners most want to receive, even if it's not what we want. (laughs) But finding that again. We're getting into all sorts of pleasure mechanics, <laughs> classics here. Like I was going to say, finding that Venn diagram, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, what do they want to receive that you are willing to give? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we can always expect that there will be things outside of our particular Venn diagram that is okay, that is normal, that is yeah. appropriate, because we all have such different ranges of desires and to allow ourselves to fully inhabit all of them. But that is a whole different tangent <laughs> that we will not go down right now. This is why we're on episode 450-something. <laughs> and you will find the entire podcast archive at pleasuremechanics.com along with all of our online courses, all of which have skills of receiving built into them. So all of what we do here at Pleasure Mechanics is layered erotic education. So while you are learning foot massage, for example, that is a moment where you can learn how to receive, where you can learn how to give feedback, where you can learn a vocabulary of touch that you can then map to the entire body. As you're learning spanking, right, you're learning about vulnerability and paying attention to one another, about creating arcs of sensation that open us up to receiving things beyond the everyday and the mundane, right? And this is what's so powerful about the erotic is that we can use this touch 
and trust and intimacy and vulnerability and openness to go to extraordinary states of pleasure, of connection, of bliss together. And something like erotic spanking, right? I just got a text the other day who said, I didn't think I liked erotic spanking. I stumbled upon this course. And what I learned was that it's all about rhythm and buildup. And now it's one of my favorite things to experience. Mm -hmm. And so being willing to being open to receiving new kinds of touch and sensation and to go on new erotic adventures together that is an openness too. Mm. And we guide you through all of that with our compassionate, loving voices at your side. We are one click away. When you enroll in our online courses, you'll find it all at pleasuremechanics.com. Thank you for opening your ear holes to receiving our voices today. Leave the podcast a rating or review wherever you listen. We will gratefully receive that gift from you. And we will be back next time with another episode of Speaking of Sex. You look like you have about 50 more things to say about receiving. (laughs) And you do. I just want to throw in one more thing. And that is that I hope that just this conversation sparks something around just giving yourself a little more permission um, to dive a little deeper into exploring, expanding the skill set of receiving for yourself in all the areas of your life, in the bedroom, outside of the bedroom, and to allow your successes to be an upward spiral of pleasure. You know, that like mm-hmm. each time we bring some attention to these skill sets, we deepen in them, we soak mm-hmm. them in a little more. And these are just ways that we slowly over time build our practices of feeling and experiencing and sharing more pleasure. Mm. And that is what we were up to. So we hope that we have supported that for you in this podcast episode. And beyond. And beyond. You'll find it all at pleasuremechanics.com. And if you are new to the show, go to pleasuremechanics.com slash free. If you've been with us for a while, go to pleasuremechanics.com slash love. We love you. Thank you for joining us. Till next time, I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics. Wishing you a lifetime of pleasure. Pleasure.